Okay, well, here we go. Another uh, Benicia Voice podcast. Um, Ruben is not here um, on this one. We've had a little break and we're back. Um, this is executive producer Andy Brunt uh, with uh, executive producer Bart Sullivan. Hello. Uh, Ruben is actually working at the moment at a camp for blind and visually impaired children and young adults in Southern California. Yeah, it's great that he's doing this. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's an, there's an organization called Wayfinder. Um, it's a non-profit that helps uh, blind and visually impaired um, children, young adults and adults um, develop independence and with all this, help them with assistive technology um, and just generally giving support and advice to not only blind and visually impaired people, but the parents and guardians and helpers and anybody that needs to have some assistance. So it's great. Yeah, I spoke to him yesterday. He's having a great time and he wishes all our listeners the best. We might be able to get him on remote at some point, but um, we'll have to wait and see. But I know he's busy. So, um, but anyway, so we're taking over for a little while, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, Bart and I are looking forward to it. We, we enjoy doing this. And it is going to be strange not having Ruben with us because he... Uh, he kind of brightens up our day, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> He's kind of bright. And he has, a, he has great uh, great talent, his voice, and his ability to critically think about things and yeah. discuss. Yeah. So, um, so Bart, what, what should we talk about today? There is a specific uh, topic that we thought we'd, we'd, we'd touch on today. Yeah, we we'll kind of revisit one we, we talked about a number of months ago. Um, uh, tonight, I'm going to actually go to the city council meeting and do a quick five-minute presentation during the public comment period. Right. Um, about something that's sort of near and dear to all of our hearts, which is helping the city, you know, with its with its current budget crisis, basically how to deal with bringing in more income. Can we just a, touch on the budget crisis then? Just one. Yeah. Well, let's just talk on that as you've mentioned it. So, where what what is the current situation with regards to that? Is it simply there isn't enough income coming into the city as it right. stands to cover the outgoings? It's a simple simple equation simple as that just basically we're running in a deficit mode and there's some i guess some money available that they kind of stored away for the for a rainy day that they're using but in a in a couple of years they're going to run out of money basically so as far as i can remember the actual statement from the city manager or i should say the temporary or the interim right. city manager and this and this is a, a this has been happening obviously something that's been happening and building up over a period of years because yeah we've talked about this on podcast before that is a lack of uh, well sorry there isn't enough income coming in through sales tax, right? Um, property tax. That, that's I'm guessing is is and business tax. Are they the main I mean, income yeah, streams yeah. for the city? And then we're also kind of competing with other other cities for you know, employee wages and things. So it's hard to get employees to to come to Benicia because we not only can't we have enough money to pay them all right. you know, based on the income. And be, the problem is they have to pay, try to be competitive with the other districts right. so they can get, attract employees. Right. So, so it's, a, it's really a double-edged sword of, you know, we don't want to, we, we want employees, but we can't afford them. So we have to figure out ways to, um, the city has to figure out ways to accommodate mm -hmm. that. Right. And it's a problem, isn't it? Because yeah. the population isn't growing in Benicia as right. such, is it? It's, in fact, I think it went from like thirty thousand to twenty-eight thousand, or maybe it shrunk a little. It shrunk a little <laughs> bit. I mean, I remember looking yeah. at the sign. Yeah, I haven't actually done, you know, been online yeah. and had a look at it, but I remember seeing the sign change. Yeah, uh, when you enter in Benicia, it it's used to say something like thirty thousand. Now I think it yeah. says twenty-eight. So, and I'm sure this is a problem that's happening in other cities in the Bay Area or or 
yeah, in, there's a, a lot in of, the wider yeah. wider area around California. And I think also there's a problem with there must be a talent pool problem that they're having a hard time getting a, you know getting people to be even even look for jobs or even you know apply for jobs mm. with the city. Um, there must be a lot of demand for at this point in time for city employees at different communities. Mm-hmm. So they have a sort of a, a smaller pool to, to to deal with, which is a mm-hmm. problem. It's not a not a, not a lot of it, uh, people applying for jobs. Right, and then the pool of housing <clears throat> is yes is is a big issue here, isn't it? Because big, there simply yeah. isn't enough. Yeah. Um, and we talk, we use the for, the term affordable housing, but accessible housing we've talked on mm-hmm. about this on many occasions on our podcast where there are plenty of big houses in benicia um but there aren't so many houses yeah. to downsize to or to start off with in this town right. or in this city rather yeah we, we talked about uh accessible or middle housing housing uh-huh. that's between uh, a quote affordable and and you know and in upper end um and there's not enough of that there's not enough housing for seniors to go from one house big house to a littler house there's not that much housing out there for them um that are you know basically want to downsize mm. so it's a it's an issue and we all love the city uh but it yeah. does face these 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 problems and if it doesn't get addressed soon then it's just going to compound isn't it you're going to have yeah. this issue where there just simply isn't enough uh you know we want <clears throat> all want to maintain the services that we have there the police force the fire service um, the yeah. roads need improving. All of these things need to be done and to be maintained. But if there isn't enough money to go around, then there's going to be cutbacks. And we're already looking at cutbacks, aren't we? I imagine. I imagine there's going to be cutbacks and maybe even layoffs eventually if the yeah. city can't resolve its uh, its issue with right. income versus spending. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because, it's diff- because well, I understand that people also don't want their property values to be dented by house building as such. Yeah. Um, and there's resistance and this kind of uh, stigma attached to, and again, I use the term affordable housing, which is absolutely necessary for people if they want to get on the housing ladder in Venetia or downsize and maybe give some of the money that they have to relatives to be to be able to then move into Venetia right. um, to release the yeah. equity from their property. Um, because I think that property values, if I've looked at them since the, uh, the crash in 2008, 2009, I think property, property has pretty much more than doubled in price. Wow. Uh, gone up at least 10% a year in the last 10 years. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and, but wages haven't. So wages haven't gone up by 10% every year, but property prices have. Right. So there is that that ratio that's not that's not right, you know, in certain respects. In certain respect, yeah. So today today is a discussion I wanted to have about um, with you about and the, and our listeners about this uh, the East Street lot again. Kind of bring that back up because we're looking at ways to, to generate income. For so the let's city. just explain the East Street lot again to so, uh, to our listeners. Yeah. So the East Street lot is is the parking lot downtown. Um, it's down bet- on, on between uh, First Street. Um, and East 2nd Street, right by the Yacht Club. It's across the street. It's a dirt parking lot. They've done some paving recently, some minor, uh, some parts of it are now paved. The problem is it's millions of dollars to pave the whole lot, and basically you end up with this lot that really can't do anything but hold cars, 
and so there's it doesn't have much of an economic value as a, just as a parking lot you know and then there's there's been talk about putting in housing there talk about but it's also need has some structural has some problem with the ground and the land to make it usable so you got to find a developer who's willing to uh, build on it. The problem is to do that costs a lot of money, so they're going to be want to charge full full tilt price for housing at the best they can mm-hmm. get, and so they can afford it. And then even if the city gives them the land, so it's really a it's a kind of a no win because you you could build housing there at some point, but it's going to be what ten million dollars a house. I'm just making that up, but yeah, it's it's becomes a point of of yeah. ridiculousness. I mean, and what sort of houses do they build there? Um, right. I mean, and and the cost of it, and so tarmacking it. Is just not. It's a lot of money, but it's not going to give you much in the way of right. return because and it's just going to be free parking, basically. Yeah, unless you charge for parking. Unless you and, charge for and, parking, and which a, is yeah, controversial. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the the plan that my so some buddies and I got together a couple of years ago, some engineering buddies and some other friends got together, and we we wanted to do several things. One, we wanted to not only uh, solve that, you know, or help the parking problem downtown, right? We also wanted to help the city uh, find a way to get rid of the lawsuit that they have, which has been put on by the condo owners nearby mm-hmm. because the parking lot produces dust. And that dust, and so the city got into a settlement, apparently, my understanding is where they can only use the parking lot a few times a year um, to, as, part of this, as part of the lawsuit settlement. So they're, they're under this thing where they can only use the parking lot for overflow parking, special mm. event parking, or whatever. Yeah. And there may, I'm not sure now on the, on the paved areas if that, if that goes away there. But let's just say for the moment, say it's, it's not fully utilized. Mm-hmm. So our plan was pretty simple. Let's start with phase one. Let's take care of the parking. So what we're going to do is, we're gonna, uh, what the proposal is to put uh, perimeter parking around the parking lot. And you can do that by expanding Coolant Alley, which is on one side. There's a berm there, and you can basically take the berm away and then build, uh, put in, uh, expand culinary width up up to the uh, to a retaining wall, let's say, where the berm was, and have flat parking slots right there, right on cool off Coolin Alley that allows park cars to go by, as well as be as well as park right there on the alley uh, adjacent to the parking lot. And you do the same thing on the other side. You basically on the East E Street side, which is on the opposite side. You, you pave, you widen that, and make uh, make parking stalls along there as well, going in towards the parking lot, for example. And then on Second Street, East Second Street, you put in diagonal parking. Now, surprisingly, if you if people look at the like, aerial view, you'll see that that part of East Second Street is actually wider than the rest of uh, East Second Street. So it actually could accommodate some uh, diagonal parking. We need some study to see how much room there is, but mm-hmm. it looks like there's enough room to put in some diagonal parking along there. And then the last piece would be where the where the people enter the parking lot off First Street on East E Street. They're coming in. And what you can do is put in two segments, like a T, that connects Coolin Alley to the East E Street segment called Upper Alley. So now you have a perimeter parking, about 150 parking stalls, which is actually about the same or maybe a bit more than the current dirt parking lot in the center. What you have left is this big center area that you can do a lot of things with. And that would be our proposed phase two. Any, mm-hmm. or, first of all, any questions about the parking, the perimeter parking? Does that make no, sense? No, it makes total sense. I mean, one thing I just want to mention, and we've talked about this as well, Bart, is that um, parking is difficult on First Street. Right. Um, and a lot of the parking spaces are taken up by people that work <laughs> in First Street, <laughs> right, on First, first, first Street. Right, so. so it doesn't leave enough space for people to want to visit First Street. Yes. I mean, yes, you can find a space, but it's tricky sometimes, particularly yes. in the middle part of First Street. 
uh, to find a parking space. Um, so I think more parking definitely that makes total sense to me. And, and imagine now we've taken care of the it's it's, it's year round parking. Yeah, it's free parking yeah. year round. Uh, it has no dust issue, so that should take care of the lawsuit. So now you've also created parking that could be used by employees, for example. Often they can yep. walk over there and just park their cars. Yeah, I mean you could ask the employers to to recommend that their employees yes. park so that that leave spaces. I mean it's not right. going to be. You know, you can't enforce it, but at least you could say, look, you know, yeah. here's some nice parking for yeah. you yeah. off First Street. Um, you know you're going to get a space there. You haven't yeah. got to, like, drive up and down First Street looking for a place. Exactly. And then for for, uh, for uh, overflow parking and for, for event parking, same thing. It can yeah, be like used the farmer's for the, market. Can or, be used for, exactly. It can yeah. be used for that. And also gives people – it also is downtown, so it gives people yeah. – Did you uh, mention how many spaces, roughly? About 150 about spaces. About 150. That's a lot of cars, yeah. It's a lot of cars. So yeah. that's what we kind of – we were calculating how many, you know, depending yeah. on the width of the space mm-hmm. and how many – uh, you know, if, is there any issue with the perimeter? Like, for example, right. there's a creek on the East East Street side. Right. But we did a calculation. It looks like you can do parking spaces and not impinge on the creek. Right. It's, it's running kind of across the lot right, diagonal. Right. Then our uh, big proposal was let's do Benicia Fair. So Benicia, this came, a, a neighbor came over and was talking to us, and he happened to go to Kauai. And in Kauai, they built this really fabulous um, fair on a big deck. So they took a piece of land, kind of like we have a big piece of land, and they put a huge deck on it, and they used container ship containers and fixed them all up. And it's called, I'll get the name of the um, of the affair. It's called, I, I think, think we're going to put, put a link on our uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, put a link. It's called well. yeah, Nokia Fair Kauai.com. So N O K A F A I R K A U A I.com. Okay. And you can see what they've done. It's beautiful. So they took this land. They didn't have to put a foundation on it. They mm. built the... Uh, like a they, boardwalk. Like a boardwalk. They built the... Mm-hmm. Uh, they used container ship containers, mm-hmm. and they put them on pier blocks. Mm-hmm. Then what they did is they they fixed them up with like all kinds of uh, fancy external structure. Yeah, they look they look great. I mean, it's a... It, I yeah. just, you know, I've seen many developments using container containers, 20-foot containers yes. in particular. And, and, and uh, they, you wouldn't know that they were a container, right. basically. You, you wouldn't even know. Because they look like yeah. little mini, kind of like little mini buildings. Yeah. But they're, yeah, yeah. And then they put two together to make a make bigger right. bigger space for some, some vendors. Yeah. And then they built a deck around it, also in pier blocks. So it's a big mm-hmm. boardwalk area with these, these, with these basically buildings, little buildings. Mm-hmm. And now, one thing dear to my heart is, is our merchants, you know, keeping our merchants happy and making money is giving some vendors that can't afford some of the rents on First Street, mm-hmm. give them some lower rent things to do with a smaller micro, for micro businesses yeah, coming, I'll like go, artists. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and uh, well, that makes sense because, you know, there's a lot of businesses out there that probably can't afford the monthly rent and uh, yeah. and the business taxes and what have you, to, you know, if particularly if they're starting right. out and want to start something. And, yeah. and, and imagine, uh, like, say, Safeway or Raley's mm-hmm. or any of the other vendors, One House Bakery, mm-hmm. imagine them putting a pop-up right. uh, little space there. Right. They can use it for a pop-up. They yeah. can sell some more, more of their goods and yeah, services down there. Yeah, it wouldn't have to be a permanent thing either. They could just do it as yeah. and when. Um, what about um, bathrooms and sanitation? Well, right now, I can imagine, uh, because there's homes around there and there's mm-hmm. businesses, I can imagine there must be some sewer connection the city mm-hmm. could make. Or they could put a fancy porta potty up there. Yeah, I mean, I've seen yeah. one actually recently down at, um, at the airport in Concord. Yeah. Um, down at the, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, I've seen the JSX. Yeah, I've seen the same one, yeah. And yeah. Um, they've got a perfectly fine portable 
and it's nice. You I, know? I've been to some events, and you, you and I've been to events where we've gone to those yeah, really fancy yeah. porter parties. Yeah, so yeah. as a as a as a as a kind of like a temporary, quick, yeah, relatively simple way of sorting that out. Yeah, you could have maybe a couple of those or something. And and then you have yeah. all the plumbing can hook now that can hook into yeah. city water. And but the cool thing is it's under the deck, so it's not like right. in the ground. It can right. be done uh, to the code yeah. under the deck. Well, I've seen yeah. I've seen what you've you're talking about. I actually did some research and looked online, and it does look fantastic. And it would really suit a town, you know, a city like Benicia because it's got that kind of vibe of um, of just it's got the right vibe for a place like Benicia. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a kind of like an a, you know, it's on the ocean and it's got the water, yeah. and, and you could have like a little surf shop down there or something. Exactly. Or, yeah. Okay. You know, or or just so, interesting things which would draw people in. I'm sure. Bring 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 more bring com- more, yeah. more people yeah. in. More commerce downtown. Yeah. Help and the other also businesses. allow yeah. smaller business to, as you say, a smaller business to be able to. To, to actually go for it because it's a big decision starting a business yeah. and the cost of doing a business it's a very big decision now it's about two acres that lot's roughly mm, i think it's so about it's two a good acres. Size so it's then. a good size lot so one thing we could do is not only those businesses but we could use that that say that big deck covers an acre yeah. and a half whatever mm-hmm. it's a huge deck mm-hmm. imagine putting in like uh the having the garden community could bring in putting gardens beautiful in there. Uh, the yeah. artists come in and put in outdoor yeah. exhibits we Absolutely. have a we have a little a little pop-up um well, I guess you'd call it performance space. We could make a little mm-hmm. platform for, for yeah, like a little like little square or something in the yeah. middle of it, with, where with you could actually have something interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. so it can be. A, yeah. So now we've turned this this basically parking lot that's really not making money. And it mm-hmm. costs money to actually run it mm-hmm. because people don't realize it's such soft sand soil and such. Right. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of motion to that soil. Right. That eventually it has to be resurfaced. So right. if you do it, it costs millions of dollars to pave it, yeah. and it costs probably another hundreds of thousands of dollars to maintain it. Yeah, I get it. So, so a deck would be a perfect way of doing it, and that would be paid for by the city. Actually, it doesn't have to be. The whole thing could be paid for by the vendors that want to put their little stores there, and they mm-hmm. could even pay for their own little store. So the whole thing could be done on a co-op basis, essentially. Right. So, so drumming up enough interest. From people like myself, for example, yeah, who runs a business in you know, and, and to be able to say, look, we're going to have a downtown location, right? Um, and we're willing to invest some money into it and work with the city as a yeah. cooperative. That's a great idea. And now, I also imagine we can also set up that perimeter parking yeah. to have access points yeah. where uh, a food truck could actually pull yeah. into can pull into the deck and pull yeah. inside. Do you know what would be nice to do yeah. actually, Bart? Would be to actually make a model. Yes. <laughs> I think we should make a model. I do mean, you know what I mean? To actually put together yeah. a model. I mean, there's, I bet you anybody out there in um, listening to our podcast that knows of a good model maker that can do that kind of thing, it would be great to work with you. Yeah, it would be great. Um, I think it's a fantastic idea. I really do. I think it's, I think it's, the cons, I don't see many of them. I see a lot of pros, but not many cons. Well, we we have models, right? There's the one in Kauai, but there's right. also other cities have little mar- have uh, a lot of Europe, a lot of Europe and different countries oh, yeah. have markets right in the absolutely. middle of town. So there's oh, actually like which we don't have. Yeah, we don't really have. We the don't little, have that. We have we have we do have our farmers market on yes, Thursdays, of course, but not yeah. in the sort of that European feel where you have yeah. like a kind of a center point. Yes. Where people can sit and you've got benches and they sit, you know what I mean? In a yeah. central area where there are some retail shops and. Gosh. And yet just imagine even, even on farmer's market day, that could even, that expands it. So we oh, now yeah. we have more market. We have a Absolutely. whole, we have a bigger market basically. Yeah, and it attracts more people downtown. There's yeah. parking. It deals with, like you say, it, it, 
deals with a lot of the issues that have caused that that lawsuit i guess yes um i, I guess there'd be some you know when you have a model it's all kind of like easier to see yeah. exactly what it could look like yeah, i mean some of the cons might be well it's you know well it look you know well, it look not very good well no it, it depends how we how we put it did together. you have a three did you have a, uh, a model made in like a 2d drawing no just a, like? just had a, had a perspective drawing made perspective drawing yeah that would be useful to see as well um i'll put that up on our website i'll put the whole presentation up so on our, where yeah, how yeah. do you so just so you know from a layman's point of view this is something to be proposed to the city right and then the city council would discuss it and then approve or whatever yes yeah, so, i mean in theory they would they would discuss it and then send it to the city staff for for review and right. and, and, and to, to go over it right and then my buddies and i can meet with the city staff and go through you know our thoughts and engineering part of it uh -huh. how it all work i mean it seems conceptually easy to build yes and then how how would it be paid one cool idea that one of my colleagues said was well, why don't we do this? Why don't we figure out a way to, to charge uh, a rent for each of the spaces? Now, mm -hmm. I know there's there is some problem with that space renting it as like a like a building, but what if it's a parking rent? <laughs> what if we could literally mm -hmm. charge them the the people in the businesses a thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. for parking rent, basically for the space rent? Mm -hmm. as, as, as oh, it's a parking lot, which it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's you've got to be creative yes. about how. I mean, you know. In one one on one breath, we're talking about the city strapped for cash and yes. struggling with its budget. But it's a chicken and egg, isn't it? You, you've got yeah. to attract business. You've got to attract people into town to, to spend money. You've got to change the housing a bit to make make it more affordable for people to move in here. Yes. Um, and just attract more people to Benicia, which some people don't want, of course, because they want to keep Benicia as it was, say, 20, 30 yeah. years ago. But realistically if you want to keep the services you've got i suppose the money's got to come from somewhere well and tax and, and sales tax mm -hmm. dollars are a big are a, a yeah. component of our and, yeah. and matter of fact we considering our merchants we need we need more people to come to our merchants yeah absolutely buy downtown no buy, i agree buy, buy i, I, I yeah. totally agree i mean it's it's yeah. you know i know plenty of people that have businesses downtown and you know it's a lot of money to put a business together down there it's, it's a, a big commitment financially yeah. to do that and um well i think that's a very interesting proposal Bart. and i think that can we put a link up to the uh one in Kauai? um and yeah. also do you have a link anything online with regards to a, a rendering of what you've talked about well i think i'll put it on our facebook page i can put i can i can yeah. load it up there That'd and be I'll, good. we would yeah. really we'd really welcome any feedback to this podcast with regards to this idea yes um you know, either through through Apple or Spotify, or just email us yeah, at, at, at um, Voice at yahoo.com. Um, because I think it's worth really worth having opening up a further, a bigger, yeah. wider discussion on this, uh, and see what people's views are on it. See yeah, if they yeah. they agree with what we're sort of coming at with regards to the proposals and actually maybe we'll do is we'll post it on next door as well mm -hmm. we'll post uh, not only our podcast but yeah we'll, if we normally do but we'll also okay. post this up on next door well good luck at the city tonight yeah and, thanks uh, with 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 presenting <laughs> it your five minutes at the at the podium <laughs> so um but anyway no that's a great idea but i think that's thanks. a good one I and think we'll um, we'll wrap it up fairly soon then, so we don't want to bore everybody. With bore, the, yeah, I want to. Well, I want to thank thank the, thank all my friends and and other fellow engineers that sat down and, uh, and went through it and and uh, talked to people and looked. Yeah. And we walked and walked the whole perimeter. Thank you guys and gals for for being there to to kind of give us some ideas mm -hmm. and uh, let's see what we can do with it. Well, this city's got so much potential. 
Yes. I love this city. I've been involved with it for 30 plus years now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's so many wonderful things about it. Uh, it could be even better. That's the way yep. I look at it. There's, there's, there's lots of opportunity here. Um, and, you know, I think it just takes a little bit more, you know, this sort of thinking outside the box. I don't mean to be you know, yes, using yeah. that, but thinking outside Could the be box creative. a bit. It's good to take Being creative thought. a bit yeah, about yeah. how, how yeah. and the vision of how, how it could be. I mean, I would love the idea of being able to do, you know, to walk around a kind of a boardwalk, you know, the Benicia boardwalk. Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could promote that as an actual area of the town. You know, First Street, Main Street, Benicia, Benicia Boardwalk. Boardwalk. That's right, and it could be a, it could be a t tourist yeah. destination. Well, thank you, Bar. I really, it's great to talk to you as always. Yep, thank you, Andy. And uh, Ruben, if you're listening, we miss you, mate. Yeah, we miss uh, you. We uh, hope you're having a great time at your camp in Santa Barbara, <laughs> and um, and we'll we'll be back in touch with you, obviously, when when you're back with us. Uh, please, as I said, get in touch with us. If you enjoy the podcast, let us know. Um, our listeners are actually growing. We are yep. finding that we're getting more and more people coming up to us and saying they're enjoying listening to it. So I think we're doing something right. Um, and uh, we enjoy doing it and we enjoy letting you know about yeah. ideas and and, and what, we, what we think would be you know, our ideas. And these are all our own ideas as to as to what we think we can yeah. do so thank you very much and um we'll talk right. again next time yeah cheers everybody and i can't do any funny voices i'm afraid i'm just not as good as that <laughs> neither <laughs> <laughs> i can only do donald duck <laughs> all right goodbye everybody thank you <laughs>